Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So today's topic is uh, getting licensed. So I, I feel pretty strongly about this and um, I meet investors all over the world and many of them uh, have very, very different opinions on whether you should be licensed or not and what that means. So I'm talking about New York and my opinion is that everybody who's doing a real estate investing in New York should be licensed. So let me explain why, what the benefits are, what that means. So first of all, just to dispel some notions in a lot of parts of the country, right? Um, and some gurus teach this is that they sort of convince people not to list their properties. Now we don't believe that that is good and in, it is a good thing to do for a variety of reasons. A couple of things. It, statistics show that uh, over time, nine out of 10 people that sell their house are going to sell through a realtor. If you're the guy coming out there and saying, um, realtors are bad, um, you got to be crazy to list it. They're going to rip you off that kind of thing. You're making a mistake. First of all, you probably haven't really qualified the client for all, you know, they might be a realtor. Their mother might be a realtor. Their cousin might be a realtor. Their best friend might be a realtor. For you to come out and just talk crap about realtors is a mistake. You could be immediately creating, um, uh, conflict and disconnect. Second of all, for some situations, their best bet is to list and you need to be a problem solver. And that means you need to be selfless in the idea that you want to help the client and you want them to do what's best for them. So if their house is in great shape, um, listing might be their best option. And we've gone into many houses of people who have told us who didn't even think they want to list and we've convinced them to list. Now we have them list with us so we can monetize that. So let's explain. So, um, we believe that it is not, um, duplicitous or conflicting to be both a realtor who lists property and a buyer. I don't, I don't think there is any way, shape or form that we are not acting in the client's best interest by offering them both options. Just yesterday we made an offer. I told them, this is what you can list it at and this is what we can pay you. And we've had many situations where clients have told us we're thinking about listing and we basically run down the numbers and said, you're going to get almost the same amount of money from us if you buy, if you sell it to us. Um, but it's going to be easier for the following reasons. So, um, so we would say that, you know, for example, the time issue, you're not going to pay commissions, that kind of thing. So re keeping all those things in mind, we believe everyone should get a list should be, should be licensed. And these are the reasons why, and we'll get more into it a, li a little later. So there are really four, four reasons. Okay. So the first is to get the best data through, through multiple listing service through MLS. Now I know there are places in the country where you can simply go to Zillow or Trulia, which are owned by the same company, uh, or realtor.com and get great data. That's not the case in most parts of New York, right? It's complicated here. It's block to block here. I just comped a property yesterday where it, in a quarter of a mile, there's four different school districts, some that are really good and some that are really bad. And the ones that are in the really bad district are going to go from 50 to a hundred thousand dollars less. So you need to be able to comp that stuff out. You can't, it's hard to comp out something as, uh, specific as a school district on anything but MLS on multiple listing service. If you're licensed and you, you, you have access to that, you can look at just one school district if you want in one little piece of an area. But also when we comp out properties and we're going to do, a, I think the next one is comping out properties. We look at really three things, right? We look at what other, what other investors are paying. 
we look at what the ARV is for a fully renovated property, and we look at what the as-is price uh, on a retail basis if it's just acceptable. Those are things that are very hard to find on anything other than multiple listing service, right? We really got to look at pictures, multiple pictures, get into it, see who bought it, see if they bought it earlier, what they paid for it. Very often I'll look at fully renovated properties and see what uh, investors paid for it earlier, even though that's usually nine months to a year earlier. But when you combat properties, you got to get in depth. You got to you got to see it. And multiple listing services by far with, with very few um, second place uh, uh, contestants in New York, uh, if multiple listing service, the MLS is having access to that is the best way to check it out. Now, I know there's other services out there like Propelio and PropStream, and that works in other parts of the country for sure. Um, but in New York, there really is nothing great. And we have we have probably the worst MLS in the world. Well, I think they're merging now with another one. Hopefully they'll improve. Um, but our public data is also terrible. So you have to understand something. You don't get square foot square footage in, in, in Long Island. Um, so this is just something that you need to you need to be able to, and we'll, we'll talk about comping later. But multiple listing service for us has been a huge, huge source of us being able to comp out properties to get the best data. Um, so that's number one. Number two is to sell your deals on MLS. So either if you've rehabbed them or wholetailed them and you want to put them out there, you want to be in control. For a few years, we, we used other realtors and they were good, but we were not in control. We used a flat fee listing service, but we were not in control. So if something happens, that's a problem. Um, you want to change something on there. You, you, you Something not selling, you want to offer an incentive. We just sold a couple of properties by offering some incentives. Um, and that was something that we could control because we have access to MLS. So, um, you want to be able to put deals on MLS. Also, wholesale deals are allowed to go on MLS if you don't represent that you own the property. If you list yourself as a contract vendee, um, we have sold properties like that, but we have a cascading um, list of ways we, we sell, and MLS is the last resort for us. We haven't had to sell anything on MLS recently, but uh, a wholesale deal, retail, of course, we do. But um, being able to control, being in control of what people see how they see it and incoming calls is very, very important, I believe, when you sell your property. So that's the second reason to sell your deals on MLS. And the, the third is, as we said before, to take listings. So I am a big believer that um, regardless of how well you qualify the seller on the phone, a lot of sellers still want to sell, still want a lot of money or want to go through a realtor. Believe it or not, sometimes we get there and they're just expecting us to, to list list it for them. Um, so you, I understand if you really have a great qualification process with multi-steps, you can eliminate people that want to go retail, that want retail price. But I feel it's very foolish to do that. Again, if you're saying, and I believe in, in Nassau County, I think it's even higher. It's closer to 18% last year. But about 10%, only about 10% of sellers are going to sell to an investor. They're only 10% have enough motivation to sell at a deep discount. 90% of them are gonna to wanna to see what the market bears or will want full price, right? Everyone today can see uh, in five seconds what 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 Zillow says their house is worth. Right? If you're coming at $150,000 less or even less, sometimes it makes sense, right? One out of 10, if the condition's terrible, if their motivation is terrible, but uh, if their motivation is strong, but a lot of people are, are just, just aren't gonna budge off that number. So the ability to take that listing is a big deal. Now, if you're saying this is a part-time job for me and I don't have time to take listings, I completely understand. I wouldn't. But for us, we have a dispositions manager and we can do it. And I believe strongly that if you're starting out and you're spending money on 
leads and you're spending time on appointments and you get someone who says, I want to sell this for full retail tomorrow. Can you list it for me? If you're not a licensed realtor, you don't have that ability. You're giving away money. All right. And I've said this before. We got some, a little bit of coaching from a guy in, in Boston who built up a huge realty company right? he has like 200 realtors. The realtors are the ones who are his acquisition agents. He sends the ones that are good on his appointments and he pay and he spends a tremendous amount of marketing several, I think it's a couple hundred thousand dollars a month, at least a hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, he has his own mailing equipment and he says that he pays for all his marketing just from his listing commissions, from his cut of the listing commissions. So the rest of, so all of his house acquisitions are free and that completely opened my eyes and we're going to make pretty good money in 2019 just from listing commission. So I, I believe very strongly that if you're not taking listings, um, you're, you're just giving away money that's out there. There are people who were thinking about listing, don't know anyone to list with, are going to get your postcard or your voicemail and say, Hey, list it for us. And you're foolish not to, unless you're just completely constrained with time. You've got to work it out, find somebody to do the open houses for you, split the commission with them, whatever it is. It's to, to us, we look at it as free money. And um, it is something that I think every real estate investor should have in his toolbox. And I know there's people who say that if I'm a realtor, then why am I doing this? And I have a fiduciary responsibility. All of that is BS to me, all of it, right? If you get to a client and the house is in good shape and they're asking for retail price, I don't see any reason why. Uh, and they don't have anybody to list it with, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't list it. Even if you have to co-broker it with another person and take whatever it is. I mean, the listing commissions here are huge. I know uh, I'm, the truth is in certain parts of the country, listing commissions, 6% on a $50,000 house is, is nothing. But for us, you know, 2% on a $500,000 house is 10 grand. So even if you have to split that with somebody, it's worth it. So um, those are the reasons why we think everybody should be listed. It should be, should be licensed. It's really not hard to get licensed. Okay. You can take an online course, um, for about a hundred bucks, uh, of uh, there's probably Groupons for it. And you can take an in-person course for about 200 bucks. If you want to sit there, I could not imagine spending the time to do it. Some people feel like they want to get knowledge out of it, but it's hit or miss. Cause you can get an instructor is terrible. An online course is a hundred bucks. Uh, take it at your leisure. It's uh, 80 hours or something. And, um, then you take the state test, which is not that hard. Um, there's books you can study. There's a book called Cram for the Exam. You can get it at the library. Study that book and you'll pass the test. So um, we believe everybody doing this should be licensed. We feel very strongly about it. Uh, I know there's a lot of different opinions about it, um, but in New York, for the reasons we listed earlier, I really believe everyone that's investing should be licensed. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.